Blog Talk Radio.
but you're but not only that but you're being watched by this this dimension um to see if this work can translate to your dimension in, in a to the third dimension in a in a believable fashion well george i i think it is you know i think it has um what we're doing is something very, I mean, it's been done before, but um, I don't, I don't, I've never heard another radio show do to what we're doing, but I'm sure there are some somewhere. Um, and, uh, but I, I would like to, I, I want to make sure people try to understand, I don't know, the vision that I had of transdimensional radio was to bring you guys in and to bring the message from that, from the higher dimensions, channel them through to my listeners. And um, I think that I think there's a lot of interference. There's a lot of there's a lot of interference uh, between dimensions right now, and I think a lot of um, when you and I and, and Bill were able to communicate so easily, I think that there, there's more interference now uh, with the um, with the interdimensional frequencies. I, I'm not sure if that's true, but once the powers that be are noting the note or brought to awareness of the of some gap or some um, gap in their uh, seal, if you will, the seal of the world, the seal they have over the, the world, um, then uh, if they can't censor this, if they can't hold it, then they, they, they try like hell to try to stop it. And um, I'm seeing that. Do you, do you agree, George? Oh, Leo, you know, I, I was involved with, with a lot of government projects early in the 80s and 90s in the Montauk projects, and they can do anything now. I mean, but, but the critical, most critical thing that they want to do is they want to control the minds of people. They don't want people, they don't want the world knowing anything that they can't control. And the thought of transdimensional communication with higher beings is just, you know, you're blowing off the, the entire, you know, NSA and CIA and, you know, UFO, you know, whatever uh, involvement, anything that, uh, that's censoring these, these, uh, these frequencies. And your fear frequency is being censored, Leo. It is. I'm, for those of you who just joined me, I'm channeling George Dixon and he's explaining the um, censorship of, of, of our work here, of, our, of, our, of the interference between transdimensional frequencies that are caused by earthly um, forces that are trying to, and, and supernatural forces as well that are trying to um, contain the world, uh, the human uh, mind and the human emotions and the human, you know, trying to limit what human beings are allowed to uh, learn or feel or, 
crossing over time or crossing over space here on this program and we're doing it because it needs to be done something needs to be done to break through this 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 uh, shield you know man was meant to be able to talk to spirits he was able to he was meant to talk to god he was meant to know his god he was meant to know his um spiritual guides he was meant to have communication open communication with the different dimensions in order to uh expand his own thought and his own imagination his own visions of what his life can be and what humanity should be and how to um how to receive because now george we're uh george is saying that we're we are um the human body if you will is designed as a perfect receiver you know uh, our hands our faces our eyes our ears everything is designed to hear and feel and sense and and, and our pineal gland is designed to open the communicative channels with the with the with with god and with the with the mystical world and and, and the natural world around us as well and to be able to see through the vision or not the vision see through the um the illusion of of our lives, okay, uh, what's around us, and 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 express the ultimate desires that we have of of of, of communicating with our highest um, consciousness, to have direct communication with God, who is within us, to to direct communication with the creator who created us okay and 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 so that we can um understand our dna <laughs> we can understand our programming what we were meant to be not what we were told to be by our teachers and our parents and our bosses and our you know whatever all right now, what we were meant to be, okay, what we were meant to be. Many years ago, and I'm not channeling anyone right this minute, but many years ago, I'd say probably in my 20s, which was quite some time ago, I became quite um, connected to uh, the spiritual world, to the entities that that the spiritual entities around me, and um, I had uh, many many experiences that were um, quite profound. You know, okay, and that that allowed me to explore. Um, different avenues and different um, dimensions, if you will. Um, 
and 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 I read many authors and many books and many and and, and discovered many um, pathways to spiritual awareness and spiritual consciousness and higher consciousness and what enlightenment was and is okay and means to humanity. And I was a great study. Great, uh, I was a great. Um, study of history, um, uh, a student of history, I I read about the advancement of civilizations and how certain technological advancements and certain um, uh, information in that, that some scientist or artist or, mm, you know, a doctor or or a lawyer, or 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 whatever, uh, received. George Washington, for instance, was known to speak to uh, to channel higher uh, beings. He was seen talking to them in Valley Forge. He was he struggled with this with these um, with, with with guides with these guides to to try to. Um, I mean, imagine the, the, the uh, tremendous pressure and stress that he was under. But he was able to channel the higher gods, the masters, on that sixth dimension. And they gave him the insight and the genius to, and, and the inspiration to to win the Revolutionary War. And, then, and not only that, to, to become... Such an inspirational genius that that he was able to um, um, become the first president of the greatest country in the world. Okay, I mean he was the original founding father. You know, jeez. And so I mean you don't get that from you know being uh, being an idiot, you know, or or being uh, stupefied in some uh, you know. Uh, but you, you know, you get that from being channeled by by being by understanding the depth of 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 interdimensional or transdimensional thought, okay, and bringing that fourth dimensional, fifth dimensional, sixth dimensional um, uh, understanding, wisdom uh, to the back to the third dimension, back to here, back to the time space continuum that 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 is what we live in. And these great thoughts, these great genius, this great you know, uh these great, great, great men and women, uh inspired nations, inspired whole countries, inspired the entire world and what they created in those times, in their times, and I'm not just talking about the United States, but I'm talking about great, great, great men, you know, and women of, of throughout history that inspired governments and inspired, you know, uh, technology and inventions and 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 uh, um, education and, and, and enlightenment through the ages that 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 were able to uh, form phenomenal empires, you know. Um, around their visions, and they received those visions, and almost all of them received them from higher sources. I remember reading a book about uh, 
fabulous composers. And uh, it talked about how they were, each one of them, in their own words, said that they were inspired by a higher entity, all right? I mean, Beethoven and um, Wagner and, you know, um, Bach and just so many of them, uh, Chopin and so on, they all had these um, moments of trance-like visions where they were able to see and hear and, and feel their compositions, and that's when they created these incredible symphonies and these concertos and so on, these remarkable, remarkable works that uh, have come down through the ages and we and are being played and, and performed even to this day and appreciated by, by modern audiences because they touch on the soul. They reach the human element. They reach the divine element in all of us. They speak to us from a divine of a divine message through music or through art or through writing or through speaking or you know uh, it touches all of us and that's why what I'm doing tonight and what how what I've been doing in the last two nights and we've talked about over the most of this program on Friday nights is the concept of channeling thought and transdimensional um communication with the higher entities, with higher beings, with a higher spirit, and reaching and finding the pathway to our spirit. I'm not talking about anything that hasn't been talked about before. I mean, I'm talking about Christhood here. Christhood is the highest level of our own consciousness, okay? highest possible level of human consciousness is Christhood. Jesus, as a prophet, spoke about he was called the Christ because he was. Right? Many of the great prophets and the great seers and the great, well, they all reach Christhood in some way by following either in Jesus' footsteps, the prophet, and, uh, you know, but these are just otherwise. Everybody has their own methods, their own destinies. Okay? But everyone, once they reach to the highest level of consciousness, they can all become. They all become Christ. Okay. They all become the Christ. They all become the perfect human spirit. And that's what we strive for. You know, the problem that. That this world has is the masking of Christhood, the masking of ourselves. We're constantly wearing masks uh, of Christian virtue, if you will. I mean, you know, now the the latest virtue is to condemn all gay people, or condemn all Muslims, or condemn all Jews, or condemn all Christians, or condemn all black people, or white people, or Hispanic people. There's always some uh, crazy racist stupidity, you know, that plagues the minds of minds of men and women, and clouds the 
islands and you know the Pacific and so on. But yet I have verified I can verify to anyone that I my site and my work is being read by hundreds of thousands of readers from all every country in the world. And and it has been for the last ten years I've been I've had this website. But as we continue to develop and as I continue to um, to communicate, more and more and more people who are looking for this information are finding it because of the Internet, because of blog talk or whatever, radio. But also what's happening is it's becoming more and more restrictive. The Internet is becoming far more restrictive than it ever was. It was even five years ago or a year ago, even a year ago, or six, yeah, six to eight months ago. I had a larger audience, and, and, and there was less restriction on the, net, on the Internet. They're seeing it everywhere now. Google is restricting. Servers are restricting. Um, anything to do with free speech, all right, unless you're anti-Muslim, all right, uh, you know, is being is being censored. Okay, if you're anti-Muslim, they pick it up and broadcast it on network news. You know, but um, it's ridiculous. But anything of any value, anything of any truth, anything of any honest, real worth is being censored, being held back, being diluted. Okay, by the mainstream media and by servers like this, and and being and over the internet is being extremely uh, um, censored. So, and I've seen this. I've seen it over time, and I am living proof of it. But and it's interesting that George has been extremely angry about this as well, because. Um, He, uh, he's seeing it from a from a global perspective, and from a from his the, the fifth and sixth dimensional perspective, where he where he exists, and he sees it. He sees it all over, and he sees what's happening to our our message, and his message, his works, his his many many programs. And uh, uh, he he sees it, and he and he it bothers him, as it bothers me. And uh, he's asking everybody to, to listen to the show, to go back and listen to his other programs on Friday night with George Dixon on, on, on my website, uh, lastillshow.org. And you'll find that uh, there's some remarkable stuff there, some remarkable, remarkable programming dating back all the way to the beginning of our, of our time with, with, uh, of our first shows with George. Uh, back in uh, 2006 or 2007, actually, uh, I was reviewing some of them uh, the other day. But I wanted to, uh, I want to explain now where we're headed with this stuff, <laughs> uh, where I'm headed with it. We're not going to be. I was I was almost, I was kind of reluctant to do this program tonight because um, the, the 
their their voices weren't as strong this week as they have been as they were last week, and they seem to be a bit reserved, George and and Bill, and uh, not certain how much more they should or how how they should structure their their message, and um, I just want to be uh, I'm just a conduit for their um, for their for them and and uh, if they do not feel able to communicate through me at any time then I you know then I, I hold on but um, particularly Bill this month this, uh, this week has been very uh, very uh, quiet I'm going to ask George. George, what if you you know, or, or if Bill is there, I believe he is. Uh, what's wrong, Bill? Why are you so reserved? Usually, you're, last week you were very, very serious and um, unusual for for you, you know, to not have great humor in your message. Well, you know, I I, I really had to think about things a little bit and realized that I was maybe handling things a little too lightly. Um, yeah. Um, I do want to... I wish you would... Um, I wish you would read my the essay I wrote the other day. And... Um,
discipline of mastering the astrological phenomena of transits and times and that repeat themselves during planetary interfacing and their migrations throughout the solar system, galaxy, and universe. Genius is often rewarded posthumously and seldom during the individual's lifetime. New inventions and discoveries often negate certain profitable or convenient and accepted philosophies, religions, or political and scientific established principles that new discoveries prove to be wrong, false, even diabolical. Proof and arguments by lesser-known celebrity scientists, astronomers, astrologers, and philosophers are often overlooked, buried, or condemned and never see the light of day. To achieve mastery over our souls and destinies, we must ignore the mainstream established thoughts of convention and conformity in philosophy of laws and religions, and research and learn and ask why these thoughts or laws or concepts have become the accepted norms of our society or any society. Why are we censored or dismissed questioning the collective approved answers for everything. Why does the sun shine? Or why is the sky blue? Or why am I who I am? Or what I am or have become? Are there specific reasons, cosmic or otherwise, for my birth, life, and death? Accepted collective answers to these vital human questions and others are what always violated the sense of truth within me. Just as lies become truths, so do truths become lies to the minds of the ill-informed or uninformed. Astrology is an ancient science, as important as astronomy. They are sister sciences. Yet astrology has been reduced by modern scientists and, and society to a commercialized myth. And master astrologers are condemned by religions as demons of divination, Satanists, and sorcerers. Astrologer, astrology, rather, is an accurate science, more accurate than astronomy. There are no new discoveries in this very old science and art. Astrologers were once revered as magi and wise men who predicted and were present at the birth of Christ. After the establishment of the Catholic Church and other modern religions, astrologers were condemned and even murdered by uh, religions and societies for predicting the future and the demise and rise of governments and empires. The truth is, we are all masters of our own destinies, and no religion or philosophy or science can change that fact. Master astrologers are gifted by their creator to aid humanity in its struggle toward enlightenment. We are the truth-tellers and fortune-tellers, and the masters of the most ancient and accurate of all sciences. We are the high priests to the altar of heaven.
I believe he sees himself now as a priest to the altar of heaven. And his work is to aid humanity as, as anything he can by predicting, which was his greatest, one of his great gifts, predicting the future. Of humanity, predicting Earth's future. And um, he was very, very... Uh, and the individual futures. But he was very good at that. And uh, very, very good at that. So I guess, I guess what I wanted to say tonight, and I may end this program early because our friends aren't, aren't uh, talking as talkative as talkative as they were last year, last month, uh, last week, rather. Um, but I wanted to say that... Um, As their spirits work through me, speak to me, I'll bring that message forward. I'll read it or channel it here on, on the on the program. But it's important for my listeners to understand that this is not something new that I've done, that I'm doing. It may be new to this program, but it's not new to my life, nor is it new to Bill's life or to George's lives when they were living. Um, they were very astute um, in psychic realms, and, and George was an empath. Uh, Bill was... Um, Bill was lot more of a sensitive than, than than he wanted to make out, make anyone believe, because he too was an empathic uh, spirit, which is why he and George were very, very good friends for many years. But they're, 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 um, they're uh, I shouldn't say, they're, yeah, they're, they're alignments, they're spiritual alignments, if you will. They're, um, as well as their incarnations, they were they were both born in the same year, uh, which is interesting, uh, 1950. Um, but and they knew each other for quite a number of years. They worked on radio together. They, uh, you know, um, they had a lot of the same friends, and, and they lived on Long Island. I uh, just to, just to name a few things that they did, but their um, their legacy, if you will, which I'm trying to not create but maintain and emphasize that they are, were both very very worthy and noble um, noble people, you know, in their own rights. And in their own belief systems and their and their desire to aid humanity, and and uh, for that it was always an honor to be their friend, to know them, um, and to work with them, and allow. 
them an audience, you know, or a vehicle for their for their for their um, for their genius, you know. And um, you know, with that, I, I I'll end the story tonight. Um, unless either of you guys have something else to say. Uh, George is saying, Play, well, read my, read my article, will you? And I say, I said, well, okay, I can do that. Uh, I don't know if, I didn't know if you wanted me to. Didn't seem to be pressing it. Well, he said, George and Bill always had a competition going there a little bit. And uh, <laughs> I'd like to, uh, I'd like to read, uh, I'll, I'll end the show tonight by reading George's essay. And um, he channeled this through me on May 2nd, and um, about five days ago. I put it up on my website. It's been there for five days now, I guess. But um, let me uh, let me read this. And. Uh, as you know, I, I spoke last week about this, and George is studying as an adept, as a master in the sixth dimension. He's been introduced um, and inducted into um, that sixth dimensional um, um, mind and group of masters, and I'm very proud of him for being there, and Bill has as well. And George George's essay was about the purpose of the White Brotherhood. The name of the essay. The White Brotherhood was established at the beginning of known time, four million years over four million years ago, when the first humans appeared on Earth. The great masters of the Brotherhood are immortal, and have incarnated many times to Earth. Their purpose, since man was created, is to guide humanity on its long and arduous course through to ascension. Experiencing third-dimensional existence is a, is a test for all human spirits. The existence, or rather the experience, of physical life and death and illness are the hallmarks of human survival, endurance, and strength of being. The great wonders and joys of physical life are overwhelming to the immortal spirit as it experiences the joy of love, peace, sex, having children, creating lives and livelihoods as mortal masters in a trade or business or art or science or parenthood. These are our credits throughout life. Those spirits who incarnate and live without direction, without love, or without a moral structure in their lives, are living through a karmic correction that they must experience in order to advance spiritually. They choose our, we choose our lives to live. We choose who we'll, we will incarnate into and eventually become. There are no failures in life. Death by accidents or suicide or murder or illness are all part of expected karma. If a body is ill, it is because of their genetics or exposure to some stress or strain or vulnerability to a disease.
The White Brotherhood is composed of great masters who have experienced the heartaches and sufferings of the physical body and who succeeded or failed in their prevention of diseases or afflictions. And many of the great masters are those who found cures and created technology that are used by humanity today. Because the many because of the many natural interruptions and interferences of our original evolutionary process by major earthwide physical catastrophes such as comet impacts, um, comet impacts, earthquakes, floods, fires and continental and polar shifts, and supernatural causes such as extraterrestrial interventions and visitations, theirs and our own weapons of mass destruction have destroyed massive numbers of the human population and populations of other Earth creations into near or absolute extinction. The Great White Brotherhood exists for the sole purpose of guiding and protecting humanity against its self-destructive tendencies, as well as protecting humanity from interference and attacks by superior, supernatural, and extraterrestrial interferences and entities that would harm, destroy, or dominate the human race. There have been many instances in human history where these beings and entities have done great damage to humanity and to the planet Earth. The collective and individual guidance given to humanity by the White Brotherhood has allowed, through great efforts, for humanity to correct its course and find its proper pathway to ascension into the higher dimensions of existence. It is, however, only through third-dimensional existence that humanity can appreciate its evolution and understand and collectively coexist as immortal spiritual beings on the higher dimensions that they are destined since their creation to enter. The purpose of the White Brotherhood is to guide and counsel humanity into ascension of its final dimension, that of eternal wisdom, knowledge, love, joy, peace, and splendor, and oneness with their Creator. George Dixon. Yeah, this, um, these guys were great thinkers. Doors. Um, and um, I always appreciated their friendship and appreciated their knowledge. And um, I was grateful that I was able to work with them and learn from them. And uh, as we get near the end of the show tonight, I, I'm not sure if they have anything else they want to say me or to my to the audience um i'll ask george uh, no i'm all done leo i i feel that was uh i'm glad you wrote the essay and uh it did a nice job channeling it and i appreciate that well thank you george and keep in touch and we'll talk to you again next week and billy i hope you cheer up i don't know got you down there, but um, I hope you get you back on on track, and I look forward to a few of your jokes, and uh, bring back that sense of humor of us. So, uh, with all that tonight, I'm going to, I guess I'm 
going to say thanks for joining me. And uh, I don't know if I can bring back... I started with a blues tonight uh, song. I, I really enjoy the blues. <laughs> uh, and uh, it's kind of funky. And I think I should... I think Billy will cheer you up here, and I'm going to play a song called Swagger. It's a real bluesy kind of thing. It's kind of fun. So, uh, here we go. And I hope you enjoy. And join me next week. Right here. Oh, join me uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, tomorrow, next week as well. Uh, we'll be doing two more shows. Or uh, a few more shows. Three shows next week. All right. Good night, everyone.